Hello and welcome to the Total and Arsenal podcast. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Giles. I'm joined this week um, by, by our guest. Um, it was uh, absent last week, taking a bit of a sabbatical. Uh, Eamon Donnelly, how are you and welcome back. Uh, evening, Jonathan. Evening, Matt. Evening, Carl. Uh, I see a uh, coronation of King Charles there. I thought he was a cocker spaniel there. <laughs> King Charles. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, all good. All the better for yesterday. All the better. Yeah, here, here. Uh, great, great victory. Um, great win. Um, I'm also joined by my UK Bay schooner, um, Carl Osborne. How are you, pal? And welcome back. I'm all good, mate. Good to be back on. Good to have you on. Um, <laughs> nice, a nice little bank holiday for you today, so you should be fresh. Oh, fresh <laughs> mate. I just broke up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also joined by uh, my newest guest. Uh, he had a, he had a solid debut last week, like Jakob Kivior uh, yesterday against Newcastle. Um, Matt Bourne, how are you? <laughs> oh, good man. Thanks for having me again. Fair play to you. Great to have you back on, Matt. Um, Thanks very much. Really good show last week with you, Jamie and Craig. So hopefully we get the same from uh, Ozzy and Eamon. Big expectations, <laughs> though. The bar has been raised. The bar, the bar it certainly has. It certainly has. Um, you can catch a show, as always, on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel. Uh, thanks to Martin Stoneville who edits this and also his own show. Um, without Martin, there wouldn't be um, a Dublin Arsenal uh, YouTube, so thanks to him as always. Uh, also, you can catch us on Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook as always. Uh, check out our sister show, Beyond the Last Man. Um, I'm not too sure when Martin will have another uh, show up. Um, I know the Arsenal women won 1-0 there at the weekend, um, so hopefully he'll have something up there later in the week. Um Check out our sponsor, uh, Balance Sports Direct. Thanks to them for sponsoring us over the last couple of months. Um, they've really good Ireland gear, so um, check it out there. Um, Craig and Martin bought a couple of things off, and it looks really nice. Um, check out our friends at JustArsenal.com. Pat McLaughlin's doing a great job there. Um, like and subscribe to his page, and thanks to them for putting us on their page as well to give us a bit of publicity as well. And um, also uh, the River Bar. Uh, check it out in Dublin City Centre. Uh, the official supporters club for the Arsenal. There are uh, three more games to go, so I'm sure it's going to be packed out for those three games. Matt, name and you were there yesterday. Um, was there a good atmosphere? You were saying before we came on, it was a bit quiet, was it? It was a little bit quiet. Yeah, there wasn't as many. It was a decent atmosphere now. In fairness, when the goals went in, <laughs> but uh, the, the numbers, the numbers weren't great. But listen, there's always you're always going to get a hard the hardcore in there as such. And uh, the hardcore was certainly in, and it was um, no, it was it was a decent atmosphere. Not as many people, obviously, but no, it was nice. It was uh, it was nice and uh, comfortable, let's say. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, you get games like that, don't you? Yeah, it's, you do, it's, you do. It's yeah, it's, when it's when it's a Sunday game, people have things to do, and all I notice the Saturday yeah. evening games is a bit yeah. more easier. But look, no, still, I think uh, I'd say probably next week uh, you should, should get the numbers right up again. You know. Yeah. Oh, all gone well, so no, but uh, yeah, no, it's always a good time in there, one way or the other. Yeah, thanks to the River Bar crew yeah. for looking after us, as always, down there, downstairs. Um, they do a great job and um, always good atmosphere as well. Yeah, um, yeah. so three more games for them to put up with us, uh, hopefully, three more wins. <laughs> um, I know because Martin was away in um, Vienna mm-hmm. uh, last week, our show only went up today, uh, Wednesday show. Um, we've had 20 views in the last hour or so, so really good uh two likes and subscriber wise we're at 2990 so we're edging closer to that 3000 mark week by week now so um all listeners uh and viewers please give us a, a like listen <clears throat> and uh, any comments good or bad or whatever new content you'd like to for us to include please do and um, we take all on board uh, on this week's show we'll be reviewing um our 2 0 away success um against newcastle united Superb performance, I think we'll all agree. Um, and we'll also be previewing um, Sunday's Big Clash, um, which I'll be going to myself. Um, Eamon, it's going to take it, and uh, Ozzy. I'll be there, mate. Uh, sadly, I think, Matt, you're the only one out on this one. No, no, I am out. Yeah, 
Yeah, sadly, yeah. We'll FaceTime yeah. you. We'll FaceTime you. Yeah, been <laughs> yeah. rubbed in. Well, I, yeah, I did. I did. Actually, for actually for a friend's daughter who passed away a few years ago, so I gave her my tickets for uh, the game. So, her and her brother are going over in his honor as right. such, you know. Right. And they want they want to see. Uh, he's got a plaque outside the stadium now, so they wanted to see that and everything else. Oh, so, I gave him my tickets oh, for that. So it's going to be really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. That's a lovely touch, Matt. Matt, yeah, that's that's super. That is, yeah, that's a hard cut out there for you on that one. Yeah, mm. that's brilliant to see. Yeah, um, and maybe, maybe have a great day and see the Arsenal win as well. Fingers crossed. All going well. That's the whole. That's the whole purpose of it. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Poetry in motion, as you say. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um. It should be a great atmosphere. I've only been there twice. Um. Leicester was the first game uh, in August where we won 4-2 and thanks to Ozzy for the uh, Boxing Day 3-1 win against West Ham so I'm going for a hat-trick of wins Nice, <laughs> nice sign, mate. That's a good sign yeah, it's, <laughs> It is and hopefully fingers crossed we get another one yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully Well Brighton will, be on, Brighton will be on the back of a, a bad defeat and uh, you know City will be on the end of a uh, uh, resurgent Everton, hopefully. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see. We'll yeah, see. The results have gone there, as Matt said. Um, just before we came on there, Everton gave um, Brighton a hiding at the Amex 5 1. Very mm. unexpected. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, as Matt said, you, you just, you'd just like to think at Goodison Park that'd be rocking, you know, and um, yeah. think another win should do uh, Everton to stay up. Yeah. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, they threw one on, of course, there um, at the Etihad. Demardi Gray scored a screamer for a, an equaliser. So you never know. Funnies, football's a funny old game, as they say. Yes, um, it is. It's a funny old game, son. I see Amy with the sheepskin coat, Matty there in the corner. <laughs> um, yeah, on to yesterday's game, lads. 2 uh, 0. Uh, Martin Odegaard scored his 15th goal of the season. Absolute screamer. Um, and Fabian Scher scored an OG. Uh, bit, of, bit of luck at last for us, I think, is fair to say. Um, I thought, um, standout performance before we get into the details of the match, I thought Kivior had a solid game at the back, uh, as, as well as um, last week against Chelsea. He settled right in. Um, Jorginho, immense in midfields. Um, 70-odd passes. What, what a sign and he just calms everything down and his experience from winning things with Chelsea you can see that the players look and listen to him and that's the main thing yeah um, I thought Martinelli great down the wing he gave them all sorts of problems with Bukaya Saka as well Odegaard was playing in the midfield as well with Granit Xhaka I thought all 11 really were faultless um, Ramsey made 5 key saves um, the, the most notable one was Shares header uh, five minutes into the second half, absolutely incredible, and he's been doing that all season. In fairness to him, uh, what a future he has at the Arsenal if he stays with us. Um, and he saved a good one from um, Joe Willock um, <clears throat> at the end of the fourth half as well. Um, I thought um, Jacob Morphy <clears throat> obviously hit the post after two minutes, gave us a bit of a, a kick up the earth early on, and it certainly did. Then Gamerash shot hit off. Kivior's arm and I thought, oh, here we go now. I thought VAR yeah. was going to do us again, but thankfully just all off the upper arm and common sense prevailed at long last for us um, because VAR has gone against us a lot of times in the past. Um, I thought Odegaard shot from outside the box. It was an absolute rocket. Pope wasn't expecting it. Um, but look, three goals in a week, two at Chelsea at the Emirates. And again, Captain Supreme, we call him now. He goes kind of unnoticed in games, but what, what a player. Just mm. superb. Um, and the second half, aside from the goal that we got, I thought we'd done really well to see it out, you know. Nice, calm, you know. Bar a few chances for Newcastle. The header from Shar was really, you know, it was a notable one, but I thought we'd done really okay, done really well in the second half. You know, we quietened down the St. James's Park crowd with that. First half goal from Odegaard, and I think the first goal in that match was always going to be important. Um, three points at the St James's, as myself <clears throat> and Matt said last week, revenge is sweet after what happened there last year. Um, the result leaves the second, uh, 25 played 81 points, point off City, who have a game in hand. But I think this is going to go down to the wire <clears throat> now. Um, I think 
the hunger is back again after those three draws. And I, I can see us taking it down to the Wolves game if I'm <laughs> being really optimistic. Um, I don't want to come to you, Matt. Um, a solid debut last week, so we might as well start off with you again. How did you see yeah. this week? I was, it was phenomenal. I think, you know, it shows the maturity. I mean, even between this season and last season, how much the, the team has matured. And it bodes so well for next season. You know, if they can put a performance in like that. I mean, they were kicked around the park from the start of the game. Uh, how Newcastle didn't have a few yellow cards before, before before the second half. You know, they absolutely kicked us off the pitch. Yeah. But the Arsenal stood up to them. They stood up to everything. They were mature. They didn't get, you know, they didn't get into trouble themselves. They didn't get any cards. Um, you know, right across the pitch, I thought Jorginho was an absolute phenomenon. Yeah. He was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Uh, this, like you say, uh, uh, QR as well. Uh, Ramsdale was incredible. Ramsdale got the Arsenal man of the match yesterday uh, oh. for the few saves, but he's do, he's doing that week in week out. You know, yes, he yes he's going to occasionally play a bad back pass out and uh, you know <laughs> give away an early goal, but, <laughs> but you know he makes up for it. Uh, you know he's incredibly solid uh, for the whole season. He's been absolutely brilliant. Um, I think again, Xhaka was fantastic. Oh, you can't really fault him anywhere on the pitch, to be honest with you. You really can't. They were brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and uh, they were as tough as I've seen them all season. They really, really stood up to a really tough Newcastle at a really tough stadium to go to. Newcastle had only lost four games prior to that, and uh, I thought it was just absolutely exceptional, exceptional. Yeah, Martinelli had a really good game, didn't he? Down that flank, he was mm. unlucky in the second half when his shot just flicked off the crossbar. You know, deserved to go yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I thought everyone's work rate though yesterday was really, really good, wasn't it? Like it was. It was yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, um, who stood out for you, Matt? Yourself, um, man of the match, boys. Uh, I think Jorginho by you know, I mean, I think Odegaard got it on Sky. Uh, I know Ramsdale got it on Arsenal. Uh, Jorginho, I think, was just incredible. You know, to have someone like him in the in the team to come in to step in, uh, to you know, to step into for someone like Party, who, you know, a Party's had a really good season. Maybe he's fallen away a little bit recently, but uh, to have a somebody to step in there who is, who is just phenomenal. He was absolutely brilliant. I really, really hope they they hang on to him now and that he stays on. And you know, he's not going to be he's not going to be a starter every week, but He's certainly somebody you can rely on to come in and do a job when you need it, you know. So definitely give it to Jorginho. Yeah, Jorginho would have been mine as well, yeah. A deadline day signing, and I have to say, really good business along with Trossard, yeah. It was a signing that um, I never saw coming, I know. No. <laughs> I was saying it to me on WhatsApp last night. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anybody saw it coming. All the Chelsea players didn't see it coming either, you know. Oh, yeah. If only we would have signed Cassiedo and Mudrick. If only we would have signed them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See how they went. Yeah, it's yeah. just incredible, isn't it? Like, after your hats off yeah. to Eddie, he's he really done his business well in, in all the transfer windows, really, hasn't he? In the last three yeah. windows, at least. Well, Eamon said to me in the club yesterday, we, we were, I was briefly spoke about Mudrick, and he uh, I said like, I said to him, I said, geez, Mudrick, you know, some player. And Eamon looked at me and he went, but is he? You know? <laughs> Like we don't, we don't know really. He's not, you know, he's not finished. He's not the finished. No, no, I no. He, I think he, he's got potential. Absolutely. Yeah. He came on yeah. He was yeah. good. He's not a finished player. He's not the Trossard. Like, no, like with Trossard, you've got a, a Premier League ready player there who's played for a few years, who's you know proven it, and yeah. you know it's. Glenn Helder had potential. Who? Glenn Helder had potential. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. had potential. Javinho. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's true. <laughs> Hats off to Jorginho yesterday. Yeah, I think he deserved man of the match, you know. Um, yeah. But look, yeah, I suppose all the, like, all of them really did. You know, there wasn't many that put a foot wrong yesterday, you know. But mm. yeah, if you have to give it to one, it was a very close uh, call, Jorginho, for me as well, Matt. Mm. Um, obviously, you were saying it to me on WhatsApp about Jorginho. Uh, what did he sign? Yeah, there, there was some bearded chap on this podcast after the Man City game that suggested bringing Jorginho in. Then, so it just shows that Mick show Mick, Mick listens to this, doesn't he? Mick and Ed, who ever sit here on a on a, on an evening with a barbecues on watching this. But yeah, um, look, I think what I thought for the game um, against Newcastle, I think it's clear to see what their game plan was. They went toe to toe for us. They went four three three against half four three three, and um, I think. 
the early pressure and the tense atmosphere is always going to put Newcastle on top and we just we sort of soaked it up. Yes, we got lucky with a post um, and, and the pen. I, you know, I think the pen was the right decision to see VAR. But Jacob Murphy's a couple of inches either side, it'd have been a goal, wouldn't it? So, so or, or not. So, so I think it's... Um, yeah, I think I think the early pressure was obvious. I think their, their game plan was to sit out and bully us. Yeah, um, and I think, like, like Matt said, they were physical. They tried to kick us off the park, but it was very clear that they were, they were going to try to bully us. And it didn't work. It didn't work. Because um, I think that, that they thought it's only Arsenal. If we go physical with them, they're going to roll over. And we didn't. And we showed that we didn't. Um, I think, going back to that point, I made about bringing Jorginho in. I've had parties carrying something or something else going on there, but... I think Jorginho bring, brings in that stability into the team, and I think with Jacob Kiwa as well. I think he he um he's he's been quite remarkable to come in at this stage of the season with all the pressure and soak it up. Says a lot about the potential of this player, another player with potential. Now we can't expect him to do week in week out at the moment. He's a young lad, but what he's doing is is uh it kind of reminds me of Saliba's sort of how he's shown to the squad. He just took took to it straight away, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. we've, got, we've got to remember this is a Polish international, so he's not <laughs> he's not come up for the youth academy. He's, he's played yeah. the game. Yeah, he's proven. Yeah. So yeah. so so he's not he's not completely um as as as, as early into his career as we think, but um. But yeah, I just think I just think Jorginho has made a bit of a difference with that midfield. I think it's, it's, it's set up things up. We're not giving the ball away like we were um, for, the, for the three draws that we had, and um, I think it's just steadied the ship a bit. And I think that's exactly what he's done. I think the game could have been it could have been five four, couldn't it? Let's be honest. I think it yeah. could have been one of those yeah. games. Yeah. I think um, credit to Ramsdale, but also credit to Nick Pope because I thought he'd done some cracking saves as well. Mm. I think there were two yeah. there were two chances there. The Saka and Odegaard one there should have been goals equally. The same as Shah with mm. Ramsdale. And possibly the Willock one as well. So, so I think it could have been it could have been a high scoring one. Um, one of the things I'm going to point out about it, I know we're saying how great Jorginho is and stuff like that, but there was a block made by Granit Xhaka, and for me, it's a tackle of the season. It was absolutely yeah. threw his body on the line for the club there. Yes, threw yeah. himself in front of that ball, and he shouldn't have got that. He shouldn't have got that. And um, there's a player that's that's turned it around and, and he's been great this season, isn't he? Mm. Um, yeah, fantastic win. I think the pressure, but how the, the squad have dealt with dealt with that pressure that was on them. It was a big game. I've got to be honest, I wasn't as confident as um, about this game. I, I generally thought this was the one that was going to probably take the title away from us or, or the chance of a title away from us. Um, and we've still got a lot to do, don't get me wrong, but it's, it's certainly lifted us. I think the away fans were incredible, as you've already mentioned. And um and then yeah, I just I think Newcastle are a great side. I think they're well coached. The coach I've got a lot of respect for Eddie Howe, apart from the comments after the game. <laughs> he's got a short memory talking about time <laughs> wasted. Um but but he's just doing what he, he needs to do to keep the fans on side, isn't he? But um he, he's done he's done a good job with Newcastle and I think it's a very good three points. I think it shows how our team are mentally strong, physically strong, mm. and I think um it just shows the process. And uh, we might, we, we're not we're not bottling it. We're not. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not going to have a run to get about that this season. But a team that's bottling it don't go to St James's Park and get a result like this. Um, they're doing what they can. They've had a bit of a bump in the road, and they're back on it. So so for fair credit to them, Arteta, who are training players, brilliant. Um, so yeah, that, there's my assessment on it. Man of the match will be Jorginho. I agree with Matt on that. Phenomenal, phenomenal player. Um, and I thought Kiwa was quite second to, to that, to be honest. Um, I think it was close from that as well. But, um, great to see. Cracking game. Three points. Let's bring on Brighton. Yeah, her, her, yeah. Um, t- uh, back to back wins in a week as well, yeah. Uh, after the 3 one win, as I said earlier on against Chelsea, yeah. They hung- <clears throat> definitely the hunger is back. Um, I know you yourself, Eamon, welcome back to the show after missing last week. Uh, you were with Matt in the River Bar. Your, um, what, what did you make of the game yesterday, Eamon? Uh, as I say, at the end of the day, uh, we won a game. Get on with it. <laughs> One game. Get on with it. No, to be honest with you, it was the most satisfying performance in years for a million and one reasons that some of the boys have touched on already. Um, myself and Matt, it, 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 like we sat together, but metaphorically, we were cradled like that. <laughs> what, you know, like Freddy Krueger, but like uh, we got there in the end. Um, so the first thing I'll say is Newcastle were filthy. Absolutely filthy. 
Yeah. I, I haven't seen a Premier League team get away with as much shithousery as they got away with yesterday. At one stage, I was going to look up to see, did I have a number for Peter Starry and give him a ring? <laughs> you know? dirty, yeah, absolute dirty. Yeah. And don't be put off by this Eddie Howe, um, Mark Lester and Oliver Twist lookalike, you know, uh, who will buy my sweeper? <laughs> this guy is a serious coach. This guy is a serious coach with serious attitude and he has the dog in him, you know? And... Um, so to, to beat the team that he put out yesterday with the attitude that they had, everybody's talking about our attitude, the attitude that they had, they really went for it and we, we dealt with it. Bruno Guimaraes should have been booked about 20 times. Yeah. You know, they, were, they, they weren't only leaving the leg in, um, they were leaving elbows in everywhere and shoulders into faces and all sorts of stuff. But we stood up to it, and that was really, really, really um, encouraging. As well as the game management, um, take this thing out of the crowd. Gabriel is the best at it. He goes down, you know. He goes, he goes down like a roll of lino every time there's a bit of noise in the crowd. It's fantastic, like, you know. Yeah. Our counter-attacking play was really sweet. The way we carved them open, despite them having. You know, I think they had 55% possession or whatever compared to where 45, which is not like us. They had 395 passes to where 350. That's not like us. But our 350 passes were way more incisive than theirs. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, I, and I think that was great. Um, hats off to the manager for showing the video to the players and just before they left the hotel of the all or nothing and the hurt on all their faces. Mm. Because... Um, one or two of the players spoke about that and said, we're going there and that's not going to happen this time because we got bullied there last year as well. Yeah. You know? So hats off. And, you know, you can't do that all of the time. But he, Arteta is such an intelligent guy. He seems to find different ways of motivating people. And you've you got to give credit there. I did say on the show um, uh, after the Man City game, that I thought the team would play with a bit more freedom now that we weren't kind of out there to be pulled down. And you could see, I know we were under the cost a bit, but we played with freedom. We, we still tried to play it out from the back. We still got our counter-attacks in and we were sensational in the first half against Chelsea the other night. So um, if everybody listened to me, Jonathan, everything would be okay. Um, Mikel Arteta oh. seems to be listening week on week. I think we're doing a good a couple, job. A couple, of right. other, a couple of other things that the, that particularly Carl touched on. KVR was immense. Mm. I mean, for a guy to come in, oh, okay, he's a full Polish international, but he's barely got the language. He's barely getting to know the team. For him to come in and do what he did yesterday was phenomenal. And he made Gabriel better. Yeah. He made Gabriel better. And I thought, mm. I thought that was good. I think in... I think uh, Mickey got the um, the substitutions right. I think I said the man at one stage. Um, Zinchenko. Zinchenko was was beginning to get kind of um, exposed down that side. That mm. we'd be better off getting Tierney on. And James, the next thing we look up, and, and, and there's the board. So um, again, the direct line to Mikel. You might have one as well. As he, you know, um, mate, we're gonna have a tracksuit next season. We're gonna be on that bench. <laughs> oh, Martin, Martin Odegaard Martin Odegaard disappears in big games apparently yeah does yeah. he now definitely he? this guy this guy has it all I don't ever want to see him defending in our own box because he's not good at that so why should he ever do it but he has it all and he doesn't disappear this guy has the ability of Liam Brady and that's another thing I said to Matt yesterday yeah yeah right? yeah um, we were also with a young player. It was very interesting. Like uh, he was, um, what was he in his twenties, Matt? Was he? I'd he was say actually, so. He yeah. was actually from the Pesh mode in 1981. But the guy was going bonkers. It was great to see. It was. It was. Yes, it was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What What else have I got? Uh, so yeah, Carl covered this. Yeah. So we're butlers then, are we? Yeah. Well, we weren't butlers yesterday. And John Cross, who's very well connected to the Arsenal and he writes for the Mirror, said, well, if they're bottlers, blimey, somebody forgot to tell them. Yeah. No? It's a very um, disrespectful to the team, yeah? 
Yeah, and and at this stage, um, we've beaten all but two teams in the league. You know, we've beaten all but two teams, and the only two teams we haven't beaten in the league is Man City, obviously, and then we two draws against Southampton. Yeah. Um, but you know, and that, that that that's a kind of phenomenal return, you know. And just going back on the Odegaard thing. What did we pay? 22, 35 million? 35, I think, yeah. Whatever it was, you know. Mm. And I remember meltdown. Oh, we're not taking him back. You know, we need better than that. We need an upgrade than that. Uh, we need some careless kick a ball from wherever, you know. Mm. Martin Odegaard has been one of the most astute pieces of business. Yeah. Right? Um, Granite Jacket, sure. You know my feelings on him. Um, but to get into the position he got into, to make that tackle, Carl. It wasn't just a tackle, it was the desire to get oh, yeah. you, know? you look at that still, that still when it shows how far Absolutely. before he starts that run. He shouldn't have got to it. He had no right to get to that. Yeah. And then and then Jorginho, um, well, you see, I first noticed him as a serious, serious player um, when Italy won the European Championships. At Chelsea, they had him doing all the wrong things. I mean, and he was a hoppity skippity type, you know, and all of that type of thing. He is a really serious player. His desire to get on the yeah. ball, his bravery to get on the ball. As Terry Venables would say, he's got feet <laughs> and he can go high and low. He can go here and there and he's got an head. Right? He's got, so he's got feet in the head. He's got two good feet. <laughs> um, um, but, but even, did you see the one that he headed out? He's only a small lad. The one that he headed out and then whacking uh, calmed everything down. Like that's bravery. Mm. That's bravery. So yeah. Jorginho uh, was phenomenal, and um, and I, I just think that um, it was a really satisfying day all around. A really, uh, good, one, one of the greatest memories I have of watching the Arsenal was yesterday. Yeah, you know? yeah. But you know what? And and you say that, Eamon, But they've done so much this year uh, overall that has made us, you know, so proud as such to be that's Arsenal fans. Good. There's so many games you can you can pick out so many games this season that come back against Bournemouth when we were there, you know, uh, like to dig in to dig in like that that when they needed to. Uh, they've done that so many times this year. They've they've just been absolutely they've they've beaten all our expectations, and I know we may fall just that little bit short, but you know we never expected to start the season. We want the Champions League. We've got Champions League. We've got second in the Premier League behind Man City. We've we've. You know, it completely turned around the deficit from Chelsea last year, from Liverpool last year. You know, we're absolutely ripping Tottenham apart this season. You know, uh, from a points point of view and from a wins point of view against them as well. You know, we've done so much this year. They've done so much to make us proud, and it's been a phenomenal season, which may which we may get nothing out of, but it's been brilliant. I look back at it as just you know an amazing, amazing season. Guaranteed second. Guaranteed second. Yeah. I'd have took that in August. I'd have took that all day long, wouldn't you? I don't know about that yourself. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a, that's the process. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. We look back at this season as well as as the turning point in Arsenal under Mikel Arteta, as where we're going to become challengers. You know, and seriously, you know, teams are are taking note of us now. You know, that, that's you know that's why you can take out this season. You know. Mm. Um, we pushed City nearly all the way now, you know, where Guardiola thought yesterday they would have had a bit of a cushion, you know, but they, yeah. they'd, they'd have to keep putting their full strength 11 out mm. every game as far as they continue in the Champions League. So it's only give them a headache as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just like even when you look at 83 goals scored, uh, I think that was Ramsdale's 13 clean sheet of the season. He's only two behind uh, David De Gea. You know, um, it's just been brilliant. I think Ramsdale has just grown game on game. You know, yeah. you know the last two seasons he's been with us, he's just grown as a. For, he's still only twenty three, is he? Twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. Mm. But Jonathan, in my research for this show, um, because um, I, I was I, I, I've been put to shame by Carl on how much research he does, you know, um, so I decided to do a bit of research at five to eight. <laughs> Um, I just looked at the uh, the Premier League table for the last for, uh, under Arteta. 1920 season, 14 wins, 14 draws, 10. Start 56, conceded 48, 56 points. Next season, 
118 drew seven last 13 scored 55 conceded 39 61 points 21 22 122 drew three last 13 61 goals 48 against 69 points and this season with three games to play 125 drew six and lost four with 83 goals so you can see apart from the fact that with three games to go he stuck 25 points on our points tally yeah we found ways to score goals Mm. and we found ways to excite fans and get us all excited about things and you know we might we, we we most likely will come up a bit short this year um but our aim this year was for champions league football and i don't think it's just this season that's a turning point jonathan i'll go back to what i said the last time i was on about the five phase process burn the house down phase one phase two get back into europe phase three get into the champions league phase four add to your squad phase five challenge for everything that's and i thought i thought i could see last season we were on the right trajectory even if we needed to prescribe xanax for some of the people um um uh, who were having meltdowns and all that type of stuff but definitely this team is on the right path we need more players to improve the squad and it's going to be hard on some of the guys that have put us where we are this season you will see some of the guys we eulogize on this show will be hard pushed to get a game next year and that's the, that's the trajectory we're on you know absolutely yeah and we're becoming more of an attractive club to players <coughs> to join us you know there's a an exciting project being built you know, you know what, Johnny, right? I was speaking to a Liverpool fan today, and I've had it, not, not just the chap I spoke to today, but I've had it a few, last few weeks. A lot of people, he's a Liverpool fan, say now, you know, he, he's rooting for Arsenal to win the league this season. Obviously, he doesn't like City, but everyone's talking about how good we are. The neutrals are talking about how good we are, you know? it's People are talking about the Arsenal again and the way we play. Because we play good football as well, don't we? You know, we look yeah. good. Or attractive, yeah. And to have us back like that, when only a couple of years ago we was described as banter FC um, and stuff like that, you know, I think it's such a way we've come, and, and I'm so proud of Arsenal for that because we've turned it around pretty quickly, you know. Um, we could see it coming, but not many of us could, not not of the fans. And I think that's um, yeah, that's credit to Arteta and Edu. I think they'll go down go down in history from our books and say this round because I've, I've enjoyed this season more than as, as much as any. Yeah. Even, even if yeah. away and I think, yeah. You know, I haven't enjoyed a season like this, if I'm really being honest, since the 0304 season, you know, when we done the Invincibles, you know, and that says, that's, that says a lot. Mm. Are we coming to 19? It's hard to believe it's 19 years. No, I, no, I think people forget about one, t- one team at the Arsenal um, that should have won the league, and that was the 0708 team. That if Rosicky hadn't got cropped and Eduardo broken his leg, yeah. we would have won the league that year. Yeah. We finished up. With eight, we finished with eighty-three points that year. We lost the league by four points, and um, we kind of faltered at the end because we ran. We ran out of strikers and stuff. Yeah. That was a really exciting team. Mm. The problem oh, was, yeah. the problem, the problem was, the vultures were in for our players. City took out VR and all of that type of thing. Our players aren't going anywhere. No, no. no exactly. We're not a selling club anymore. Yeah. Like, People say people people talk about stuff like you you even mentioned it yourself, Jonathan, um, because my listening skills are turned on tonight. Um <laughs> you even mentioned it yourself about Aaron Ramsdale, if we can keep him, where's he gonna go? Yeah, yeah. You you won't wanna go. No. You won't wanna go. No. You know, We're the second right. best club in the country. No, but I I can't see him leaving. No, why would you go? Oh, where, where, where would he go? We're the second best club in the country in the biggest league in the world. Yeah. Where's he going to go? Where's Bukayo Saka going to go? Stay with the Arsenal. Because we're on the right we're on the right path, you know? Um, Aaron Ramsdale, are you listening? By you know, if you listen, if everyone does listen to us, we'd have a big one. Mikel will show him. Mikel will show him that. Yeah, okay. No, we are. We're on an upward trajectory, yeah. Um, so we're all going for lads. Uh, Jorginho was our man of the match from yesterday. Now I'm going to do something different, and, yeah. and, and, and for the reasons I, I purely just to throw a bit of um, a, a bit of different spice into the mix, I'm going to give it to Kivior for 
the distance that he's traveled to get from having a very, very shaky debut and a traumatic experience to the way he stepped into the last two games. Mm. And I said to Matt yesterday, this guy's going to be around. Yeah. You know, Gabriel might not get, get a game next year. This is the point I'm making. Like, if Saliba uh, is around next season, which I, I, I believe he will be, uh, according to um, according to a few leaks in the French media, um, um, he's he, he's putting in a gym into his house and all that type right, of stuff. Yeah. So, you, you know, all of that type of thing. So, if Saliba's around next season, it'll be a battle royale mm. for the Kivior versus Gabriel left-sided uh, defensive position. And yeah. that's what you need, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was highly sought after. I said it last week on the show. Kivior was highly sought after by other clubs, you know, when we went in from in January. You know, he was highly thought of in Italy. I, I, I'd be honest now, <clears throat> I, I don't watch much of the Serie A, so I couldn't say, but seemingly he was being raved about and he's a Polish mm. international as well, you know. So, yeah. you know, yeah. look, the English game is faster, isn't it, than the Italian league? And it does take time to get up to speed when they're being used sporadically. You know, you need a run of games, but. Mm. As Eamon says, he's going to be a great, if not backup. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know, yesterday as well. Like, yeah, I thought yesterday as well. Um, Tierney's cameo was ah. phenomenal. He was phenomenal when he came on. Uh, yes. You know, like Eamon said. You know, Eamon said Eamon went to get a point, and he said uh, they need to take Sinchenko off and get Tierney on. And as soon as he came back with his point, <laughs> the board was up. He did go for a point. He did go for a point. He sent a text to Mikel. Well, when he came, when Tierney came on, he was absolutely phenomenal. He was phenomenal. You know, he really was. And you know, the chances are we may lose him in the summer. Yeah. A player like him, you know, you can understand that if he wants to leave. You know, he's not going to play second fiddle, but um, he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant when he came on. And like I was saying about our friend that was sitting beside us, was a big Tierney fan, big, big Tierney fan, if you remember, Eamon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's so different, Tierney, isn't he? He just offers yeah. that, he's such a different player to Tierney. I think there's a place for Tierney. Yeah, a certain game yeah. We've said this before, haven't we, on the pod? Mm. A few of us have said that Tierney's for, for a certain type of game. Zinchenko is great when when you're on the attack, but he's defending. Yeah. Yeah, we were saying that yesterday. What we were saying about that was Zinchenko. Maybe when we're at home and we're dominating the ball and all that type of thing, we're trying to find a way. But yesterday, the last half hour was tighter made for Tierney because mm. it was all bollock and bite, bollock and bite, bollock yeah. and bite, and he was absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, he's. Uh, I, I remember um, being at the game at the um, the London Stadium. When Freddie Lundberg was in charge, right after Illinois had been sacked, yeah. and we were down near the bottom of the table at the time, and Kieran, uh, he, he fell on his shoulder that night and uh, ended up being out for a couple of months. We were all gutted because we knew mm. he was a future captain. Matt said that to me yesterday. This guy was a future captain, you know, and um, it just shows you the evolution under Arteta. Um, yeah. You know, a guy who was a nailed on certainty to be a future captain of the team is struggling to get into the team. Yeah. That's the quality you need. You've got to be ruthless, you know. Yeah, and yeah. he's not afraid to make the Yeah, Arteta isn't afraid to wield the axe when he has to, yeah. You know, another sign of a good manager, yeah. Um, it looks like by the looks with Newcastle in for attorney, you know, and look, you never know. Hopefully he does stay. I'd like to see him stay. You know, at the arsenal, but I can't. As Matt says, he's he's won so many titles with Celtic. He's a born winner, you know. And he, he like your career is so short as well. In football, I heard I heard Man United are in for Paul Tierney. <laughs> like, that's a that's they a certain they, they, they want them to replace. They want them to replace Paul Durkin. Mike <laughs> <laughs> Look, lads, it's been it's look, it's it's a great project we have under our Ted and long may you continue. And hopefully, Declan Rice joins us now as well in the summer. No, I have to correct you there now. This is not a project, this is the arsenal, this is an institution. This is us finding ourselves. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a, a project, project. motion, hey. <laughs> big name manager needed, <laughs> big name manager, big name manager getting bigger by the day. Is with us, and I said uh, again, is, is to keep something. What I said down. to Matt yesterday: this guy 
is going to become one of the all-time great managers, and I'd love him to deal with us. Absolutely. I can't can see why not, but, yeah, I can't see, like, being honest with you, I can't see Arteta's head being torn anytime soon, you know? They, no. there's, a great, there's a great partnership there with our Edu, and as long as he stays in there doing the transfer business, you can't see why not, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Um, no, look, a solid, another solid um, win for us yesterday, that's a potentially tricky one. But um, we came up with the goats this year. Uh, I think it was nearly a year to the day when we lost two nil. So yeah, things have turned. Um, and that brings us on to um, Brighton now. Uh, we preview this one now. Uh, Brighton now seventh, beaten five one tonight by Everton at home. Playing um, fifty five points. Uh, Roberto Deserbi is their manager, probably in the run for manager of the season. He's done a great job there. Um, I like their side of football. I think they've been a great watch this season. Um, I would like to see them in Europe, you know. Um, it'd be hard to keep him, though. He's done such a good job since Graham Potter left. I say he's kicking himself while he left. Don't understand why he left. Um, a few, uh, we won there uh, 4-2 on New Year's Day. Um, a cracking game, that was. Uh, our own Evan Ferguson got his first Premier League goal. Um Martin Eddy scored a great goal. He ran halfway down the pitch to score. I think it was the four goal. Straight through the legs of Sanchez. But that, that was a great game. It was nil-nil the year before. And I didn't expect that performance, that away performance. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, another performance like that at home would do nicely. A um, few players to note I've taken down uh, of Brighton. Uh, Pascal Gross. Cairo uh, Matoma. Evan Ferguson is back again. He misses missed a chance there tonight. He could have scored. Alexis McAllister probably won't be there next year. Um, the young lad in C, so he scored a screamer against Chelsea there a few weeks back. Um, Moses Casado, who we nearly got in January, but um, sadly that didn't work out, but we might go back in for him again. And um, Sonny March, but he's got a, a lot of other good players as well. Um, be a tough game Sunday, you know, after that battering tonight. They might want, you know, they might come out Sunday wanting to to show a different side of them, you know. Uh, they bet it's there at home. I think was it two one? Casado, I think scored that day, or was it? No, I think it was the other lad that retired due to his heart. Can't remember his name, but um, that's that that game and the Southampton game all but ended our chances as well. That blip we had in April last year of getting the into the Champions League spots. Um, with with the former on. I think we'll I don't go for a home in here. Um it'd be a hard fought game, I think. Um I think Brighton give as good as they get. They keep the they keep the ball very well. Um under the Serbi. Um I'd probably go with two one myself. You know, it'd be a tight game, but I think we'll see through. Um with the former on after the last two wins. Um I'll come to you, Matt. Tough game this almost. Yes, it'll be a tough game, no doubt about it, but uh, I see us comfortably winning our last three games. Um, I, don't, I don't think there's any pressure on us now anymore, you know? There's no pressure on us. All the pressure's on City to keep going. <laughs> to do is win our three games and put, you know, do that job. I think we'll win them. And same with Newcastle last week. I have no fear of Brighton. And uh, yes, they're a very good, very, very good side. They have a lot of very good players, a very good manager. Uh, I hope they get. I hope they get Europe, but not at our expense. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, I, I see us beating them comfortably. To be honest with you, I think you're going to have a good day there on Saturday and uh, get a nice three uh, 0 win. No, you can't beat a confident man. You said we beat Newcastle and we won, so I don't want to go with you on this one, uh, Matt. Yeah? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I know. Um, just before I come to Eamon and Ozzy. Um, before we came on here, you dedicated your tickets to um, two people there. You know yeah, so um, a good friend of mine, uh, Tom, passed away a few years ago, and I keep in touch with his family, and his daughter asked me a couple of months ago if uh, I'd get her tickets, of course. No tickets to be found, so I had two tickets for the Brighton game, and I gave them to her for her and her brother. Uh, so yeah, a nice touch for them to get over to the game. I was over there a couple of weeks ago at a gig. I think I said last week the Louis Dunphy gig. Yeah. And uh, I went up and saw the plaque and the whole lot and sent her the pictures of the plaque and everything else. So no, listen, it, it was uh, it, me and Tom were good mates. We went to uh, the Champions League final in 2006 in France. 
Uh, we'd get together regularly for games, and unfortunately, cancer took him away, as it does to many people. Uh, but no, lovely to be able to give him the tickets, and I hope they get a great result. I really do. You know, well played, mate. Well played, mate. Yeah, I have to say that's a great. Um, that's a great touch. You know, um, yeah. sadly, my uncle passed a cancer as well, so it takes. All the good ones, young, so you know, all the good yeah, ones. Certainly does. Certainly does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to mention to any viewers uh, and listeners, um, cancer.ie for any donations to um, the Irish Cancer Society. Um, you know, a, a great charity there to do great, a lot of great work for people and families going through such a horrible disease, you know. So, um, any listeners or viewers there, you can donate through cancer.ie. All donations, no matter how big or small, are always welcome, you know, because mm. um, it always goes towards a great cause, you know. Um, well, so what, a, what a nice touch, Matt. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, applause there. Uh, Eamon, how do you see the game going on Sunday yourself? On Sunday, yeah. Well, the, the, the one thing I'll say is, I was doing an old chicken stew here, uh, which I'm going to eat after this show. And I was watching, um, I was watching Brighton and Everton. Don't be put off by that result. No. Brighton had 19 shots on target. Everton nine. Oh. Everton scored after 34 seconds, and they just got the run on them. And it was three 0 at half time. And Brighton were on four substitutions at half time. And I'm telling you, um, even though I don't rate him as highly as some, Jordan Pickford was out of this world this evening, right? Brighton are a serious team who can hurt you, and they've hurt us more than we've hurt them. They've actually taken more points off of us if you go head-to-head over the last four years than we've taken off them, right? Yeah. But I kind of agree with Matt on the basis that the pressure's off us, and if we play with the same hunger and desire that we played with yesterday, and in fairness, we've played with the same hunger and desire pretty much every game this season, bar the odd one. Everything away was the obvious one, right? Um, sometimes you play with hunger and desire and you don't win. And that's just football. Because you have to remember, there's another team on the pitch who wants to win as well. You know? Um, but I think that if we turn up with that... Uh, and by the way, we had hunger and desire against Southampton. Things just went wrong. <laughs> you know? Things yeah. just went wrong. And because we had hunger and desire, we managed from the 88th minute... To the 95th minute to get two goals to equalize and then break the crossbar that's hunger and desire <laughs> so sometimes things just don't don't go your way but i think you know we've better players than they have and on that basis i'd i'd fancy a 2-1 win for for ourselves you know yeah be a tight game i think yeah um obviously how do you see the game going yourself and sunday we're all there uh, yeah I think we'll add to such a lot of points I was going to say, to be honest. I think it, it all depends what Brighton turns up. Like I watched the Brighton-Manchester United game, and I thought Brighton were absolutely fantastic in that game. Yeah. They absolutely deserved yeah. to beat Man United, even though they waited to the 97th minute, which made it hilarious. But it was... Um, it was, it was um, they, they absolutely bossed that game. They absolutely deserved it. Um, and I, I was very impressed by it. It's the first time I've, well, the first time it, it's, it's one game I really analysed and known it had gotten come up. Um, and I thought they were great. I thought they were great. I think they're a talented side. I think they're well coached. I think they're, like, like Eamon says, I don't think we can read too much into the game today. Um, it's a wounded dog and all that. Um, they, they've got a chance of upsetting us. And um, they, they, they've got a lot to play for as well. Um, but equally, I expect us to go out intense from the start I expect to see a I'm expecting one of those intense starts at the Emirates today, I'll, I'll tell you what's going to play a part in this as well, is the City Everton game at 2 o'clock before, beforehand isn't it, it's just before the, the mm. game Yeah, right, yeah. and I think that's, that's going to have game. I think that's going to have similar to when City played uh, Liverpool in the game just before the game at the Emirates, it did have a bit of an impact on the, the atmosphere Yeah, yeah. In, in the crowd um, and I think that, you know, if Everton pick up anything from that, if the place is going to be rocking. Um, but likewise, we just need to make sure, you know, I think that will have a big impact on, on you know, regardless of what, what, what will happen. I think I think that's a big thing happening before that. But I've gone for a 2-0. And I just want to touch on um, Eamon's point about hunger um, for the Southampton game. I went to um, Taco Bell 
on um, the Seven Sisters Road. And, mate, the portion sizes there are terrible. I was starving for the whole of that Southampton game. Honestly, mate, don't buy... I bought a volcano um, meal deal thing. And, honestly, the portion size was terrible. So, I, I, was, I was hungry um, for the Southampton game as well. Hunger, but, yeah, yeah, don't, don't recommend it. Um, yeah, don't recommend it at all. You make the kebab, mate. The kebab is your own mate, solution there. I'm going to go back to the food fans because I was or if you go to one of those, if you go to one of those PFCs on the Blackstock Road, you can get, get about 48 chicken legs, um, three breasts and uh, chips. <laughs> Or two fifty, and then they throw in a free portion of chicken wings. You know, wow. I mean, honestly, God, it's the first time I've veered away from the the, the, the chippy on Gillespie Road, mate. And um, yeah, I'll tell you what, mate, I was disappointed. So yeah, I'm so not sure against chicken, Southampton. Mine was terrible. I'm not sure the chicken the chicken population in Finsbury Park is that same. <laughs> 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 there's, chicken, there's chickens running away everywhere. <laughs> Put you over the knife, you know. He's he's doing his own thing. Um, sorry, sorry. Just want to come back at one point, Ozzy. I want to come back at one point that you made about about the 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 good players that Brighton have, you know. And you mentioned that lad Casido, and you said who we nearly got, and they were looking for eighty million quid. And you also said, and hopefully Declan Rice will sign us. Let's not let's not all kid ourselves that we're buying Casido and Declan Rice and all these people. Declan Rice is a given now. You know, it's hard to say. He said it to his agent, seemingly that he won't sign for anyone else but us. So. Until he's old in the shirt, mate. I won't believe it. But yeah. Until Man City. Until Man City. I don't think so, no. Like, why would he go don't, to City? Don't get me wrong, because Cassiano's a great player. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good player. He played really well. Hold on now. It wouldn't be like Declan Rice to turn. <laughs> no, no history there whatsoever. Oh, no, no history there. You see Aaron Levine, Jordan, to God save the king yesterday. He went from being St. Patrick to St. George. <laughs> no, he's saying Patrick. It's a of treachery, and I'm going to show you pen. <laughs> Declan Rice is your head turning at this. Oh, John, forgive him if he signs, though, I will. <laughs> I was actually watching him. I was watching him yesterday when I got home. I don't know whether you were. Oh, no, Matt, you had to go and give lifts to people. I watched the um, the Irons against um, against Manure uh, when I got home. There was whatever bit was left on. In fairness, um, he, he was very good. He was very, very good. He's no, a quality player, yeah. He is. He's quality. Well, there's a chance of um, West Ham winning that your Conference League as well, you know, which would be a nice way to finish off your career there, wouldn't it? Yeah, West I think it even plays for Tottenham in it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's great seeing sports doing so badly. Like, I'll tell you, like, obviously nobody at Tottenham ever studied Pythagoras. They're still banging on about getting into the Champions League. Like, they already. It's mathematically impossible. <laughs> 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 yeah, it is. Yeah, Harry Mauro's there, son. We're still going to try to win the Champions League. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, like, you know, what drugs are they on? What are they smoking down there at White Hart Lane? I tell you what, right? I'm going to pose a question here, right? Would you take Harry Kane? No. no, no, absolutely not. No, 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 just saying, just saying, too old for what we're doing. Mm. Would I take Harry Kane five years ago? Yeah. Yeah, so we took Saul Campbell. And look how that worked out. It's interesting, isn't it? Because he's, he's I think he's, well, I think he's, he's going to bang on to leave, isn't he? It's yeah, just where he, he goes. He's absolutely going to leave, but there's no way he's going to go to Arsenal. He's just bought a house in, he's a house built in Wentworth, isn't he? So, do you reckon Chelsea? Possibly. Sure, Chelsea, sure. Anybody could end up with Chelsea. He's even offered a nine-year contract there, and that's the end of his career, yeah. Daniel. Yeah. Citizen Kane <laughs> could end up with yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, like Chelsea, you know. I just wonder. I just wonder what you think he might go because I, I don't Hardy think he'll go Kane, Ozzy, Hardy Kane wouldn't suit our style of play. No, no. I just wondered. I just wondered. That's why I posed the question. Would no. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where he'll go. I really am. Oh, oh yeah. I think he'll end up at Man United. I think he will. I think he will. I think he stick on to go to United. You know, City aren't going to take him. You know, and uh, he's certainly not going to join us. Uh, no, we can't afford him, can we? Do you want to do you want to bring in no. a thirty a thirty year old striker who's not going to fit into the squad either? You know, no. uh, you know, you look at our you look at our forward line this season. You know, we scored from all over the pitch. Our mid our midfielder has scored fifteen goals. You know, C 
City, I don't know what City have, but I know they've got, obviously they've got Haaland. He's banged in, what, 35 goals this season? Yeah. Uh, who's their next highest scorer after after that? Oh, jeez, I think everyone else is chipping in with goals, aren't they? Well, to make this is it. They're chipping in, but, oh, you know, yeah. we, we've got we've got four people at the front there who've all scored in the double yeah. figures. Yeah. That suit, that's the way we've been set up. That's the way we're playing. And yeah. put somebody in all of a sudden, you know, it'll just disrupt what we're what what Arteta's trying to do there, and uh, yeah. no, I don't think it'll work to be honest. But yeah, no. he's going to score lots of goals wherever he goes to. You know, yeah, I'm just intrigued the way he might go. It's not sort of heard on a radio station and um, that talk sport crap mm. on, on the way back from the um, Chelsea game. They they posed the question where he might go because I just don't understand it. It's just a house built in, in Wentworth. So okay, um, all right, might, I might he, decide he, where he goes, but I don't know. Well, well then he he could go to Chelsea. That's yeah. what I, I, I think. I think. I think he's going to go Chelsea. I really do. Mm. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. I hate to be even more, don't I? Yeah. You see the Spurs Arsenal thing. At least that has an honest history yeah. of hatred, right? But Spurs and Chelsea, the bitterness between them is yeah. absolutely yeah. vitriolic. It would. It'd be amusing to sit, sit back and watch it happen, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. I think it'd make it pretty strong. But yeah, yeah, right. interesting, interesting. I just thought I'd pose it because I had it on a, a talk show. I thought it was quite interesting question. Uh, mm. Where he might go? Yeah, be an interesting um, transfer window this summer again for us. Yeah, um, I'm sure. Um, Edu and Arteta have their target set already. You know, get our business done oh, early, oh, hopefully, oh, and um, get them settled in for the pre-season. I know we're. We're in America, aren't we? I know one of the games is in New York against Man United. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not, too, not too sure. I think it's an MS All Star. It's probably the other game, you know, what they normally do. You know, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully the Emirates Cup is back for the one day. I, I assume it is. And the August weekend, it's the easiest thing to do, you know. Um, the fixtures are out June the 15th. Um, June the 15th is when the 23 24 fixtures are out. So, um, It'd be a few days after the Champions League final. I think the Champions League finals on the June the 10th. Third or something? I think it's a week after. I think oh, it's a week after. after. Yeah. The final from the third, isn't it? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's going to be it'd be a short summer for a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's good. I think the players. It's good the way there's no Euros and World Cup on. You know, give the players a good rest. You know, and get them fresh again for the for, the, for another challenge at it. Um, but look, this season isn't isn't over yet. I'm not writing it off neither. Um, we've got Brighton on Sunday. Uh, that's four thirty on Sky. Uh, the twenty this forest. That's away. They're winning three one against Southampton. Looks like Southampton are gone tonight. And um, obviously Wolves. Then is the last game, the last home game. Yeah. So nine points. We can finish on ninety. So hopefully, um, there's another twist or turn there. You know, it's City still have Everton and Chelsea, and I think Chelsea. Might get something off there as well. Chelsea, Brighton, and Bournemouth, isn't it? Yeah. Like you know, Bournemouth as well. Bournemouth. Oh, Chelsea, Brighton, and Brentford. Brentford, Brentford, Brentford. Yeah, Brentford. Yeah. Brentford are yeah. still chasing them Europe themselves. So you know, mm. there's still a lot of teams. City are playing that have something to fight for. Yeah. Yeah. Brentford, Brentford, Sherman's a gooner as well. Is he? Oh. All right. All right. Here we uh, go. Arsenal fan. <laughs> Are yeah. you listening? There's a, there's a season ticket in it for them if um, they do us a big favour in the last year. Yeah. They're actually at home. I, I, I missed that. Brentford, who, who, the Brentford who chairman is? is a gooner. Brentford chairman? Okay. Yeah, his name's escaping yeah. now, but yeah, he's an Arsenal fan. Yeah, uh, I know Ozzy gave him a season ticket there for one of the matches. I'll buy, I'll, I'll buy him a pint of fullers. Fullers. We need to find that chef that we found in 2006. Oh, yeah. Special lasagna. One that, yeah, the one that poisons Boris. Yeah, we need to find him. You know. Yes, I think Can you put out a search on on the podcast, Jonathan? Where is he now? Yeah. The chef that poisoned Tottenham. We need well, him back quickly. We got some. We got some links know? in Manchester. Ken Barlow, are you listening? He's actually gone working for Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's Dev from Carnation Street. Oh, Dev, Ken, <laughs> Dev, stop giving Deirdre one and getting that. Get back that chef. Oh, I'll tell you now. I mean. The, the... <laughs>
after after spending good money there, you know. Yeah. It must have been so frustrating, Deirdre. I do want to bring it back. I do want to bring it back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, look, it's going to be an exciting end of the season, lads. An exciting run in um, compared to other years for us. So, uh, look, big thanks to Ted and the lads for giving all our Arsenal fans a, a great season up to now. Um, and I can safely say we no longer need a big name manager after me running hey. the teams. <laughs> now I'd say that, and the next three games we get bleeding hammered and all them. <laughs> They'll be gone for us. <laughs> now listen, pal, you're gonna be sitting beside me on Sunday, right? So you can have his Arteta shirt. Manager, so have his Arteta shirt on. Arteta out. And aiming to trust on the front. <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, um, he'd be like something our father Ted. Arteta out, down with that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say. That. <laughs> <laughs> and then drink in the front. <laughs> um, just a shout out to the Arsenal women. One nil, they won there on uh, I think it was Friday night. Uh, so they're still in the hunt. I don't know, are they out of the title race now? I think they are now, aren't they? Uh, pretty much, pretty much out of it. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I think it's between United and Chelsea now at this stage. Yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's nearly every season it's gone down to the wire with United and Chelsea now, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, but no, uh, Jonas Edeval has done a great job with them. Great run in the Champions League and a great run in the league as well. Considering the amount of um, ACL injuries we've had, which is about four now. So, yeah. you know, pretty depleted squad. But uh, Katie McCabe has had another great season. Um, yeah. She just keeps getting better with age, you know. Mm. What a great, great, great um, advertisement for any young girls coming in the game as well, you know. Mm. Um. There, there's, I was just watching the highlights there last night. If it's on BBC after match of the day, the standard has gone so high, you know, really great to see, you know, um, and they're getting great exposure off Sky, BT, and BBC. So it's that's going in the an upward trajectory as well. And uh, I think rightly so, you know, um, and the Women's World Cup's coming up as well in July. So that's something to watch as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else, lads? Um, tickets now for the last three games is. Non-existent. Um, is there anything else you'd like mentioned on um, the show this week? No. no. Pretty good. No. Yeah, I think we covered most. Um, there. If a forest. I know. Um, <laughs> we we done goal of the month. Uh, there. No, Ozzy uh, gave um to goal of the month. Matt, you didn't get a turn on us. Your April goal of the month. Who? Which, which goal stood out for you? Well, God, give me a list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Put me on the spot. If you're, you're, you're just, what, I, what I will say is, you were saying about uh, you were saying about our, um, Odegaard's goal yesterday. Yeah, it was it was a brilliant goal, but he placed that ball perfectly. You know, yeah. there, I I didn't think there was as much power in it as you would think. It was just placed so well, absolutely awesome. fantastically. Um, God, goal, Jesus, there's been so many. Um, I'm going to go Rob, Hold, Rob Holding against Man City. Let's go for that. <laughs> that was a finish. That was a good finish. Yeah, it, it was, was a good finish. It was. Yeah. Like for, for possibly his last game for the Arsenal, what a way to finish on a high. Absolutely. Uh, and he kept yeah. a hairband on and on for the he, he managed to, yeah. Absolutely. Gave Absolutely. a little wink as well to uh, Gabriel yeah. running by. No, that's the way you finish. You can't be the confident man. He came and look, he, he get, look, obviously we're past his standard now. Yeah. So, but look, as Eamon said, he was brought in to do a job. He done a job, and you know, yeah. sadly, Arsenal and moved on, and he's, he's, left, with a, find he's it, left with a full head of hair, mate. So he ain't done yeah. out, is he? Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. Eamon is fighting to keep his own. Aussie's nearly there now. I'm there. I'm there. Bats there now, and thankfully, <laughs> I've. Uh, a fine head of hair <laughs> still there somehow no, you see Jonathan I need to say this to you because you've, you've referenced hair a lot of times right yeah. we're trying but to get this deal though aren't we no I need to, to say this to you it's not what's it's not what's on your head that counts it's what's in it and I'm obviously <laughs> the winner in that department <laughs> well I have to say if, if there isn't anything that's a certainty for a P45, it's after well, You might give me a P45, but I have your bloody Brighton ticket. So I think you need to kind of change your negotiating stance slightly. Brilliant. Brilliant. 
Well, I will get one on him over one day, but uh, <laughs> he has me take, take your battles, John. Take your battles, mate. Don't do it now. I, I look after you, Johnny. <laughs> no, no matter what kind of abuse I have to take on this program, I look after you. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Come six fifteen on Sunday evening, could I be over? <laughs> what is talking it, Jazzy? <laughs> Um, also, that's I, I don't know if there's anything left, but Senna coins are doing the clock hand, uh, special edition coin. Um, check out senacoins.com uh, for that. Um, as always, um, check out our show on uh, the Dublin Harrison YouTube channel, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Uh, P45.ie if you're interested in the farm. <laughs> um, I think I think they've run out. I think they've run out of it now since I've downloaded it so many times. <laughs> uh, check out our sisters Joe Beyond the Last Man with Martin Stoneville. Uh, Balance Sports Direct is our sponsor. Uh, JustArsenal.com for Pat McLaughlin and the River Burr uh, for the last three remaining games and for uh, any game going forward. Um, thanks to Matt again for coming on this week. Cheers, Johnson. Eamon, as always. And uh, Ozzy, thanks for coming on from the UK. And uh, as always, uh, Eamon's known to sing his own. (laughs) Am I? Always sing, don't don't stop believing, is it? (laughs) (laughs) We won the league at Anfield. (laughs) Keep believing. We won it at the lane. Stamford Bridge and Old Trafford. No one can say the same. Mikel Ateta's army, we're Arsenal true and true. We're singing on the North Bank and in the clock and two. Come on, my people. Ale, ale, ale. Ale, ale, ale. There you go. There you go. Superb, lads, as always. Um, the show should be up in the next few hours, thanks to Martin. Um, uh, I'm away at the match next Sunday uh, so I'm not coming back till the Monday um, after a few dodgy PFC chicken wings so or any other chicken establishment if you get in trouble for that next show ha- is Taco Bell supporting has... weight loss instantly yeah <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, it's doing as you do all the good, so keep eating it as you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, next Tuesday, the 15th of May is our next show. So, uh, thanks to the listeners and viewers. Um, have a good week, lads, and uh, up the arsenal. Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads. All right, guys. Bye bye.